This is Kenny. And this is Mark. And this is All I Want to Do is Talk About Madonna. Album 9, Yes 9, Track 7, Sky Fits Heaven. Stretch of Pat Leonard collaboration. Yes, it is. In the chunk. Yes, it uh, is. And produced by William Orbit, obviously. Yes. yes. Um, this to me, Mark, is the opposite of nothing really matters, meaning, like, it, not in theme, because thematically, we're actually in a section that I would call the spirituality section. Correct. Right? The lessons we've learned and what I want to impart to you. Yes. Yes. But this, as opposed to nothing really matters, where like the lesson is like, you know, at the front, this is more like the lesson is embedded into the lyrics in a way that's really organic and pleasurable for me. And mm-hmm. a song that I learn more from than nothing really matters, meaning it's a song that like has taught me more about like how to encounter life. Oh, that's great. You know what I yeah. mean? Like we're all yeah. traveling down a road, we're looking for the signs as we go. Like I was like, yeah, that feels like how a way to travel through, a spiritual way to travel through your life, right? Uh, yes, and I, I think that it's a song that feels so much more organic and free and bright and lighter yeah. than than what preceded it and it, it it's almost like when when Madonna eschews the structure she's she thinks works for her yeah she can she can go anywhere it's it, it and, that, and that I love it's a sister to skin in that way in that it's like it's a totally like shattering of what we think a Madonna song can sound like yeah and in and in in doing that it sets her free to fly and do all these different things. Yeah. Literally and, fly. Yeah. And similar to Skin, like the Patrick Leonard, Leonard version of this song is very different than the William Orbit version. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's um, the Patrick Leonard demo is like much slower. It doesn't quite rise in the same way. It's more like traditional in its structure. It's watching the sun. first of all, speeds it up, right? Takes it to this higher energy level, brings in these really big guitars, the drums. And drums. The drums uh, on the, this, the, the drums on this song are my favorite in the, yes. on the whole record. It's I so it. good.
song where the music really, really matters, and it really transforms the song and the soundscapes. Because that demo, I like the demo. I think the demo is really beautiful and, and kind of languid, and yeah, there's a, there's a sensuality to it that I think that that speeding it up and making it a driving, forceful. This isn't the song you're going to stretch out and do your yoga practice to. No. And um, and I think that that helps to electrify the lyrics and electrify Madonna's performance in a way that really, for a song about being present in the moment and traveling and, and seeing the signs and taking things in, that... that cross-reference with kind of the charging, churningness of it really works. Yeah, yeah. And in that way, too, it, as far as the album goes, this is like the sonic high point as far as like pace and aggressive. You know what I mean? Like this is the biggest moment that the album has from now on. Like this is the turning point from here. We, I mean, even um, the next song, which sort of, still is in a rhythm rhythmic place is much less aggressive as this this is like at the center does that make sense yeah well and and at the end as it tries to wind down it's almost like it can't help itself but keep going like yeah. like like it's almost like we've like okay hold it and, and someone's stopping the song but the song wants to yes, keep going yes. it's like that little yeah. yes yes um and i i think the lyrics you know, I just threw a lot of shade on the Nothing Really Matters lyrics, but I do think that Madonna means these sentiments that she's trying to get forth. And she really has these lessons and in this way of setting herself free to to express them and the confidence to back it up with these great songs, music. Um, this is one where all of the lyrics really work well. Yes, yes. Fate fits karma, um... Uh, traveling down my own road, watching the signs as I go, think I'll follow my heart. It's a very good place to start. I mean, these are these are less obvious sentiments than nothing really matters, but they all come from the same place. Yes. And and feel genuine and real. Totally. And are her riff on another poet's Lang words and right? and this is like the unfortunate thing because I think that that the origins of of the the lyrics, make it easier to dismiss from naysayers. And I think it's really kind of nonsensical. Yeah, because, well, the lyrics come from a poem. Yes, by... it's a poem called What Fits by Max Flagg. And he used it, he spoke it um, in a Gap ad. Gap, yes, the Gap. Um, the welcome the Gap Yeah, to the welcome Madonna to story. the Gap. We had to welcome Rupert Everett. I guess we should welcome the Gap. <sighs> Um, we, you know, <laughs> the gap. We don't uh, have to talk about it for a while now. Th thank God. The gap, um, <laughs> the gap did an ad in 1992 featuring Twin Peaks siren Madchen Amick. Um, and he reads a poem surrounded by models looking at him adoringly. Yeah. And it's part the lyrics to Sky Fits Heaven. And I think she bought the, the, the rights to it. Sky fits heaven, so ride it. Child fits mother, so hold your baby tight. Lips fit mouth, so kiss them. And the face they adorn reminds you of someone you once knew some hot night long ago. Familiar as these blue jeans that fit like a glove, like an old lover coming back for more. Curved into the shape of your thigh like they were custom made to do just that. 
I mean, it's only the very first line or two that she uses, and then she goes off on her own, which yeah. I think is really beautiful. Yeah. Actually, this isn't the entrance of the gap, though, because they, well, I guess they come in later when they do the Dress You Up cover. That's sort of later in the uh, 2000s. Uh, um, but uh, also, I just uh, want to say as a side note, because I'm placing this here as a commitment to hold us accountable that we are going to do an episode that's just about Madonna commercials. Okay. I fucking I'm so love dragging it. my heels on this, but I'll, I'm going to go with it. I'll because, lead it. I'll because lead Kenny it. is passionate about it, and I like to support Kenny Finkel. You guys just think about all the commercials. All I mean, the commercials, and we're talking about we're talking about commercials from like Japan, things we've never seen in the states. Yes, but also some of the great 2000s commercials that she made. So strange. The short so films. So magical. So magical. H and M ones. I mean, there's so <laughs> many fucking good commercials. <laughs> Anyway, okay. Back to um, Sky, Sky Fits, Fits Heaven. Heaven. Yeah. Um, there's a fabulous remix of this song on um, yes. the Sasha and Victor Cal uh, Sasha and Victor Calderon remix that's on the Drowned World single. Yes. Um, yes. The European import. And, and it, it just brings a little more of the aggression of the song out, which I really like. That great bass line, you know. <laughs> this had been a single like for me even whether it would have charted or not like i would have been down so much for this being the fourth or fifth single like because it would have been like wow i would have died for a video oh oh my gosh yes well i mean this th this is this is an instance where it's like it's like a bedtime story like like there there need there she should have creatively wanted to do this as a single and yeah. get it widely received. Yeah. And and something like that would have been incredible. Because I also think, too, if she had fucking done this at the Grammys, it would have blown everybody away. And she oh could have just gosh. really gone for it. I mean, ah, I just, I feel like this was a missed opportunity. Ta well, but she does do it. She does do it in the tour and yeah, makes right. it a centerpiece of that tour. Yeah. Like, it's a, it's a huge part of the tour. And I know she really loves the song. So it's like, I, I don't understand... I, 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 it boggles me on I what think it's that record video company. would look. I think I, it was the record company. Oh, totally, totally. Yeah. They'd rather do Nothing Really Matters. Yeah, and it was a mistake. Well, what would a video look like? I always imagine it. Okay, I thought about this video a lot because I've thought like, Every time I think about the video, I think about that Michael Jackson video, the Leave Me Alone video, where he's like going through like a amusement park and like things are popping up and he's like pushing them aside. Ooh, I like that video a lot. I, yeah, I yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. think of her yeah. like traveling and that seeing like literally seeing signs on the highway. She could be driving one of our favorite things, Madonna and cars. But I also think it's obviously not that literal. Like yeah. She would probably go for some other version of, of that. But like I would have loved to have seen what imagery how she would have interpreted it. I would have been so excited. I don't know. Would she have been in some of the the um, the more Hindi 
like a Hindi, like a uh, like a Hindu country. Maybe David LaChapelle would have done the video. Oh my gosh! Because we haven't really talked about like all those pictures he took of her in the Hindi like princess uh, stuff. Again, maybe appropriation or appreciation. I think uh, what, what I I dream of because because the other thing you have to think about is the palette of the videos. So we've had Frozen and Ray of Light and Power of Goodbye and Drowned World. Drowned World and Power of Goodbye are moody still videos. So I want a lot of action in this video. I want a lot of color. Yeah. But I also have this vision of campfires and elephants. I want Madonna <laughs> riding an elephant and I want Madonna uh, dancing around a campfire. Oh, okay. In some kind of mystical like like s- casting a spell or something. Oh, okay. I it, they're just images that just popped into my head. Interesting. I know, it's so strange. I think that I think great. I think we should work on our pitch and just go and pitch it and see if she'll do it. With the with the original lyric vocals and like yeah. just lip sync to the nineteen ninety eight version. Yeah, or maybe we can go back in time and talk to her in ninety eight. Like we can do like a Ted and Bill and Ted's. You know what they probably would have done though <laughs> had, had there been like a big surge for this song. Yeah. I mean, obviously they couldn't have done it, but had Madonna actually gone on tour, yeah, with Ray of Light, they probably would have used this geisha flying, oh, yeah. and they would have made that a video. Well, it's like, would she have done the geisha flying, which is is partly, it's not really a geisha flying in Drowned She's World. She's a warrior. She's a warrior. Yeah. And, you know, I know we're going to talk about this with Drowned World, but this is a persona that she has in a lot of stuff. It even comes up earlier where she's like, men are attacking her and she's like kicking them and she's the badass. And I kind of wish like for her film work that she had embodied that. Like, because it's the same that comes up in Gang Bang later. Like this sort of like... So, like you know, silent, murderous, killer aggression. Well, this the this, rage. We should, we should mention the missed opportunity of her being in the Matrix movies. Oh yeah, had she had done the Matrix movies, that would have been that would have kind of checked this box. Yeah, maybe. But I kind of wish that she had been like more like a Charlize Theron, like sort of. You know, just a warrior. Yeah. Like she missed the chance to be a warrior. Like a superhero warrior? Like could she have done a, because that would have been kind of, I mean, now she would be part, you know, had she done a franchise kind of thing? I don't know about a franchise. First of all, it should be a movie where she doesn't have to talk that much because she's just great in physical action. Yeah. Like maybe she could have been in Kill Bill. Oh gosh. Not as Uma Thurman's part. Like the Daryl Hannah part? <laughs> Maybe. Oh my God. Can you imagine her like screaming with, the eye with her patch. eye? Oh. The eye patch. She would have had an eye patch early. Oh my God. Oh, she would have been loud. Like- <laughs> that, that would have been amazing. Oh she- my God. That would have been so much. Yeah. No, so so she's going to make a warrior movie called Sky Fits Heaven. Okay. And it's going to star her and let's say Mark Ruffalo. What? No, <laughs> Mark Ruffalo. No, she needs somebody like I think. I mean, it could have been. It should be Idris Elba at a certain point. If, oh, yeah. if time doesn't matter, yeah. Like meaning whatever they're from different. You know, he if him in the late eight nineties, but he's Idris Elba from like around today or a little. Yeah, bit Yeah, bring it, honey. Right, beautiful. Okay, and it starts with her around a fire. Yes, dancing around a fire, looking for her purpose, trying to find her road. Yes, and then a mystical spirit played by. Faye Dunaway shows up in a cameo to guide her. Her grandmother comes in and guides her into a path where she learns that she's a warrior. 
Oh, because I was going to say, I like that, but I was going to say something has to happen before that, which is she's at this fire, she's alone, she's having this vulnerable moment. She's lonely, she's alone. And all of these men come out of the forest to attack her and she is either going to be killed or she needs to kill them. And step up, yeah. She discovers (gasps) this warrior Forget the cameo by Faye Dunaway, this is much better. (laughs) Okay, so these these male warrior, these male creatures from the woods come out, they attack Madonna. Yeah. What's her name? Does she have a name? Um, it's X. Yeah, she has no name. <laughs> and she then take she she discovers a so, the final person yeah. that she has to battle. She defeats and then she takes his sword as like a totem or whatever the weapon, okay. whatever his weapon is, and that's what she takes with her as she goes on. Great. And, and they also have like food and things for her to take. She she gets supplies from this group of creatures. Maybe one of them came in on an elephant. And then she takes the elephant? Yeah. And as she's going off, it goes bum 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 bum. And then the and then this song starts yes. as the opening song. Go see this. Movie. Sell it. Let's I'd sell go see it. this. Yes. I'd well, go see I would have. I mean, this is the kind of movie work I would have liked for her to have done. Because oh. it would have played, and it would have played to all of her strengths, just like this song does. Yes. Totally. Mm-hmm. Till next time. Mm-hmm.